This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris Coming off the weekend, uh, beautiful Monday, beautiful weekend here. We got a little rain late Sunday, which is good. It's been very dry here. I took a little break over the weekend, a little health and wellness break, I guess you could say. Uh, You know, here's the deal. There's a few things that I like to do that just really help me feel my best. And one of them is just getting out and walking. I like doing push-ups. I like uh, doing dead hangs more so than pull-ups these days so push-ups hiking dead hangs i do some uh workouts with my resistance bands and it's really worked out well for me as i've gotten older but anyway uh, a couple of weeks ago geez probably two months ago now i don't know it's been a while and i cracked my toenail have you ever done that turns black well if you've ever been through that process so finally the, the thing fell off and I was able to get back out and do a little hike. Just a couple of miles out on the trail. Not too hot. It was a little overcast. Nice day. I really enjoyed it. I really did. It just it felt good to uh, you know, the um being outside, the natural light, the the natural air. There's just I think so much to be said for it, more than we'll ever give it credit for. And then, you know, I was washing our uh, our bed linens. My wife was out shopping. And so it was my job to, to do the do the housework, among other things. Well, anyway, I put the comforter outside to dry. I hung it over the fence. We, we don't have a, a uh, you know, clothesline, which I was thinking, I might change that, actually. It'd be nice to have a, a clothes. It's just everything smells so fresh. It's just, it, it's unbelievable. We use all these chemicals, the sheets, the potions, the lotions, all this stuff. And a little bit, the sunlight kills the bacteria, the wind, the flowers give it a beautiful smell. I'm not kidding. It's just really amazing. They try to mimic chemically the fresh air smell. You could just actually go get the fresh air and skip that whole process. I don't know. Call me crazy. So I needed to, I felt like I needed to de-stress a little bit. A couple people told me, you know, that uh, I seem a little tense, if you will, in various different ways. I said, all right. I didn't really feel so tense, but I guess I, I was a little wound up. I don't know. Maybe the walking, getting back, I feel better. Just kind of took a week. There's a couple of things going on that just haven't really panned out the way I'd hoped. And I really come into the realization that, especially as I get older, my time is very limited. Like my schedule's full. There's things I'd like to do. There's things I'd love to do. And I just can't. I mean, between our homestead and my daughter and the podcast and, you know, everything that goes with it, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to do. Anyway, that's not really my point. I just needed to kind of take a mental break, I guess, and uh, make sure. It's a tumultuous time right now. I don't know if you can feel it. I just, uh, there's a couple stories I'm going to get into here today. You know, people are doing crazy things, but it was just good to get out, get some get some fresh air and put some miles on my shoes. So listen to this before I get into the the news and nonsense. 
I thought this was interesting news. I don't know if you find this stuff interesting. Maybe you don't believe it. Whatever. You can check it out. I put the video here in the show notes. And what it is is an uh, electric car battery that you replace at the, at the filling station, if you will. And I, I, I thought I talked about this. Maybe I don't know if I did or not. I, you know, what am I going to take credit for? But I thought they need to come out with basically battery packs that you can switch in and switch out. The only way it's going to work. It's the only way it works. For I, I could give you a million different reasons why. You need a trickle charger set up on these things, I think, to get the batteries to really respond correctly. You want to be primarily charging them in off-peak hours. And nobody wants to sit around and wait for four days for the car to charge up. And you need to be able to carry extras if you want to you know, be able to go further. I don't know. Anyway, I think this could be very interesting. And you don't, you don't have to own the battery, right? You can just you lease it as much as you need it. I don't know. I guess you're locked into the battery. I'm sure there's drawbacks to it. And if you don't like electric cars... Then I guess you wouldn't like this at all. I happen to like electric cars. I think they perform well. I don't think they're the, the end-all to be-all to everything or anything for that matter. But I, I think there's certainly applications where it could work a lot better. I have said for years, this is a dreamy idea, but it's kind of happening in a weird sort of way. I thought, why is it that there's not different DOT laws in places like New York? What do I mean? Well, why not have uh, <clears throat> smaller lanes and smaller cars? that you could fit more of it. I mean, how many cars have one person zipping around? Many. There's so much wasted space. You wouldn't have that with uh, with electric, by the way. It's quieter. You wouldn't have the noise. So I think there's a lot of benefits to it, but not everybody agrees, of course. I do think that we need gas. I don't think electric's going to do everything. And I talk about the transition being a problem, but this is really a solution. I don't know why uh, Tesla hasn't done something like just that you go in and swap the battery out. Elon missed the mark on that. I was talking to a buddy of mine about this danger zone. Will Chicago suburbs use zoning laws to block gun stores and ranges? So this is why I won't agree to any new gun laws and why we need to restore the Second Amendment. They say that they want common sense gun laws. That's all, right? So you know these tragic shootings. No. No, no. They won't stop. They won't stop until all the guns are gone. That's really the agenda. And this is an example. They want to make it impossible to open a gun store. Well, so then what? If people are still going to go get them. Now they got to go to these other places, driving up all this crime traffic in other places, straw purchases and the like, actually you know, pushing the, the illegal gun market, forcing more people, not forcing, but Basically, uh, creating an environment where you're, you're creating more criminals. Just think about it. And it's, a, and it's an attack on the Second Amendment, a heinous attack on the Second Amendment. You say, well, we don't allow any gun stores in this municipality. I think in Pennsylvania you could probably get away with it, quite frankly. This is one of those areas where I say that the local laws could have much bigger impact than anything going on in the federal government. Got to pay attention to what's going on. Interesting, right? Happens all over, by the way. Not limited to Chicago. I'll, I'll bet you in, in in half, if not more, it's a, a movement. You know, there's probably some organization encouraging this tactic. 
uh, as a way to you know, bring down guns, whatever, whoever's promoting that. Teachers, union officials, extremely proud of a deal to lay off white teachers. Did you hear about this? I think I mentioned it last week, but maybe it was on the podcast that I, I guess I posted wrong. I was going to do a live on, on Sunday to make up for that, but I, I'm thinking about doing that later, and that's one of those things I had to evaluate whether I really want to, can afford to take on another uh, podcast. I could do the live. You just have to replace something else, I think. But anyway, I don't want to get too deep into that. Anyway, I don't know if I mentioned it, but apparently, I, I, this is really mind-blowing to me, that the teachers' union reached a deal with the district to lay off white teachers first. It's not exactly worded like that, but that's pretty much the case, as best I can tell. I can't imagine that it's legal. Uh, this is ripe for a labor relations complaint on behalf of the union. I don't know if anybody out there is listening. I doubt it. Maybe somebody's already thought about it. Maybe nobody cares. How far does it go? Oh, get rid of Whitey. Well, because it's you know things are out of balance, they say. Otherwise, if, you know, with people with white privilege, they probably lay off all the non-whites first, right? It would be unfair. So this is just a way of balancing things, they would tell you. All right, let's get into some of the more serious stuff. You know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories floating around. There's a lot of goofy news, right? They're really pushing. There's a couple of big stories that I see getting pushed. One is the the provocation of China or the reported provocation. It sure seems like we're provoking them. Uh, who else? And then this provoking of a civil war here and provoking Russia in Ukraine. And I really don't know the facts of the, the matter on, on any of these uh, for any degree of certainty. Uh, but this, this pushing of this radical right-wing uh, whatever, whatever they call it, It's crazy. Well, one of the the lies, the big lies, there's so many big lies, right? The left talks about the the big lie. I'm using the term the big lie. It's all big lies. Every bit of it. Well, you know, part of that is these January 6th hearings. We already know this, right? Why are we not getting both sides of the, the story? Well... Here's another little tidbit. I don't know if you followed this at all, but some of these trials have uh, of these, uh, you know, these these defendants that you know they arrested after January sixth. They're quite interesting, and one of them is the complete discrediting of the police officer, the Capitol Hill police officer that they uh, showed on the January sixth hearings. And the defense attorney, with video, is reportedly tore this guy's story to shreds. So add this up a second. This this phony cop, you know, this is another thing. Where did this guy come from? Who is he? Nobody really seems to know. Is he a real cop? Is he a phony cop? The whole conspiracy around that. I mean, how would you know? Well, I mean, maybe this defense attorney would have gotten to the bottom of that, perhaps. 
But either way, he was there for questioning, so let's presume that he is a real cop, not an actor, like it was kind of kind of suggested. But she's proving that he completely lied. Now, there's a couple of things about this. How wrong is it that none of that is being uh, presented as uh, of these this January 6th scam? Do you think that the reason that they went after Trump, do you ever think the reason they went to Mar-a-Lago was... Uh, was because the January 6th hearings produced nothing again? How many times does Adam Schiff have to look like an idiot? How many times do they go down this path? And then, you know, of course, you know my my nonsense theory, and that is that, you know, Trump purposely provoked it, all part of the show, lured him in and sucker punched them. I don't know if he did or not. We'll never know the answer to that, but if he did, bravo, I say. Fantastic. So this this cop is down here, and she, the defense attorney for the January 6th defendant, it's been a year and a half now. These people have been locked up down there. Explain that. Explain how, how that's, that's fair and reasonable. I don't know if all of them have been locked up. I don't know if that's true. I take that back. Some of them are. So this cop, he's proven to be lying. Why isn't it at least that these hearings aren't made public? You know, I, I don't know, the, the whole January 6th hearing sham, are Republicans going to do the same? I would hope not. It's the end of, a, of an, a, a Republican era. I don't know if you know that. I want to, uh, let me open this a little bigger here. Here we go. I kid you not, you can see this in the show notes. The links are right there. I don't really think that it's appropriate for me to uh, to discuss this. But they're talking about lowering the risk of monkeypox. And it's very graphic. Uh, the image is really fascinatingly colorful. And these uh, recommendations. Boy, I'll tell you, we, we've really come a long way since the Christian, Judeo-Christian, some people say. You know, we we went from having a church on every corner to the CDC providing guidance to avoid monkeypox. I'll tell you one thing. If you engage in that kind of behavior, you might want to look into I mean, the things that I'm saying are horrendous. The damage, that's is that always the case? I don't know. Very strange. People face is scarring. Horrible, really. Painful, I think. If you, if you look at how it's being spread, boy, I'll tell you, the, the numbers are, are kind of telling. So I don't know if you remember this name. Uh, Jenny Durkin, she's the mayor of Seattle. Well, apparently they've been do, trying to do an investigation out there over this Chaz district. I'm sure there's lots of lawsuits being filed. Well, guess what? Uh, they can't get the texts between her and the cops missing, Right. So, you know, they all point to Trump and the Secret Service. I don't think the Secret Service is giving up the text, oddly enough. Not oddly enough. It's kind of funny. Not, I don't know about ha-ha funny. Ironic funny. It's kind of it's kind of ha-ha funny. So she's out there. It's you know, What's ever going to become of that? Like, how, how, how long does it take the wheels of justice to turn? I, I don't know if you're paying any attention to everything coming out about COVID. All the, the whole, all of it, the the, the uh, ivermectin and 
um, uh, all these different things that were conspiracy theories, uh, all be all being proven to be true now. Tom Fitton, Judicial Watch, the President of the United States has been implicated in payments for international sex trafficking, and his DOG and FBI has been hiding the evidence for years. Interesting. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Let me get to the good stuff. I got a bigger stories here to get to. How do we get conservatives and Christians to stop watching Fox News? Its sole purpose is to keep people on our side complacent, distracted with nonsense, and quiet. Andrew Torba from Gab. I have to get into that later. Have you ever heard of uh, Cheryl Atkis, Atkis, Atkison? I guess isn't how you say it. She was a uh, was she CBS. Let me see, news broadcaster. Yes, reporter for CBS. Listen to this story. You know how many times uh, times have you heard it said if they can do it to Trump, they can do it to you. And listen to this. In case you don't know, while she was working as a reporter for CBS, Ms. Atkinson's work and home computers were invaded and taken over by the FBI, evidently because she had incurred their ire over her reporting. You can watch the CBS report on the incursions here. I have it in the show notes. Armed with considerable evidence, she has sued individual agents and has already received one default judgment in her favor. Forensics exams concluded that numerous devices used by Atkinson were remotely compromised, including but not limited to a CBS Toshiba laptop, an Apple iMac desktop, MacBook Air, mobile devices, including BlackBerry. They list all these different uh, forensics uh, evidence most recently a clerk's default against one of the guilty federal agents discovery is underway with another defendant and an ex-soviet service agent imprisoned on a different corruption crime whom the doG is using your tax money to hire private counsel to defend I don't know what that's all about these lawsuits are expensive she's had to put up a um, goFundMe what did she say? You have to look into that a little bit more. But how freaky is it that she's reporting that, that the FBI has uh, broken into her computers and accused of planning evidence? I mean, how, how far out of whack has the FBI gone? Do we have the uh, 87,000 agents here? No. I'm looming up to something, though. Here it is. IRS Shadow Army. I know you've been hearing about it. The 87,000 agents. I wonder where they're going to get these 87,000 agents. Who are they going to hire? Let me keep going because I'm building up to something here. Portland, San Francisco, and Cleveland have America's most deserted downtown areas. Some, it's non-existent. It's freaky. It's really freaky how differently some of the country is. And, and most of it going that direction and really turning into a, a, a crazy non-culture culture. Golfers set to become the first transgender woman, we call that a man, to win the coveted ladies PGA tour card. I'll tell you what, you can take a look at this. 
Uh, I don't see anything feminine about it. Let me open this up here. I can't stop looking. I know somebody's going to say that. You had to look. You tell me how you see anything girl. Looks like a dude to me. I see dude, dude, and dude. And another dude. Oof. That's strange. Okay. Strange dude. Very strange dude. Okay. Well, let's hope let's hope they're happy. <laughs> uh, why did I just do that? I'll, I'll never get that out of my head now. That was uh, that was strange. I'm having trouble with the whole transgender thing, and it really seems to be picking up steam. Where is this headed? Nowhere south. That's all I can tell you. You know, I yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything because anything I say is going to be wrong. But there you have it. Some dude won the ladies' PGA Tour. About time. It's breaking boundaries everywhere, right? What a new crackdown on airlines could mean. There's no crackdown. Is this about Buckkeg's letter? Transportation Secretary Pete Buckkeg said in the letter that he wants airlines to step up during cancellations and delays. They're not going to do anything that they're not forced to by law. What does he want? A web portal for disrupted passengers, meals, and hotels. Better access to customer service and better refund policies. What airlines say? They say go pound sand. <laughs> I could have told you that was going to be the case. The reason I'll never buy an electric car, electric coal-burning car, is because they suck. No, they don't. That's not true. I don't know why anybody would say that. It's a ridiculous statement, actually. All right, let's get back to the stories at hand. New crackdown on travelers. I don't see any crackdown. Uh, Patron uh, assaulted a Papa John's worker with a metal pizza paddle over missing toppings. Uh, Any photographs here? No, thankfully. I won't be able to get that out of my head either. So somebody goes into Papa John's. And they get upset with the with the wrong oh missing toppings. Hey, you forgot my you forgot my pepperoni. Crack, right with the spatula. Was there anything else involved? Could it have been a little lovers quarrel? Hmm, a little love triangle perhaps. Perhaps these toppings that they're referring to is code. <laughs> I don't know. I doubt it. Maybe it's just a, a disgruntled uh, customer. Every day now. It seems like there's another story of either the, 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 the employee just hauls off and punches somebody or the, the customer just hauls off and goes berserk. Why? Why? Every day it seems a new story. Why does this keep happening? What, what is it that's causing people to go nuts? This is why I had to calm down. People said to me, I'm getting a little, a little, a little, a little crazy. I don't want to be assaulting anybody over the pizza toppings for God's sake. Imagine that. Imagine seeing me on the on the front page of the news. Well, we don't have the front page of the news anymore, but you know what I mean. There I am in handcuffs. Large man, large Philadelphia man, <laughs> assaults. I don't go to Papa John's. I, where do I go? You go to uh, Chick Fil A. Well, I was at Chick Fil A the other day, but you know you're not gonna assault them. They're good people over there. Who's not? Who's nasty? The Wendy's workers, they're pretty unfriendly. Nah, I don't have a problem with the Wendy's. I, I, don't, I don't go to these places. I can't give you a good example. Maybe, that, maybe that's what's keeping me out of, out, out of being in the, in the limelight for assault. 
They just lost it one day. I can see how people are losing. There's just a lunacy going on. How much more can people take? Not that I, you know, condone hitting people. Certainly not with a pizza paddle, for God's sake. Some kid making, you know, well, 15 an hour now. But regardless, not a lot of money after gas. He's got to put up with this. I'll bash your face. You mess up those toppings one more time. How far have people gone? <laughs> He's trying to trying to make a couple of extra bucks on the weekend, and some lunatic comes after you with a spatula. Tell me the world isn't coming off the rail. It's me. I'm the one that's going nuts. That's what they're going to tell you. Okay. I'm not the one chasing people around with spatulas. <laughs> School principal called the police on a boy who's four years old who refused to wear a mask. Why is a four-year-old boy in school in the first place? Why would they expect him to wear a mask? Why would they call the police on a four-year-old? I had no idea. Strange story. New study suggests that COVID increases the risk of brain disorders. Is that what we're blaming it on? Couldn't be locked down, the increase in drug use, the increase in alcoholism, the lack of fresh air, maybe the breathing in masks. I don't know. But I think there is something. To, uh, many people I've talked to, they say, I think I like a brain fog. How do you know when that goes away? How do you know that it wasn't all part of the plan? Maybe that was part of this bioweapon that they called the covid Columbia, the largest cocaine supplier to the United States, is considering decriminalizing cocaine. It's coming. I can see it. This was the... And, you know, I used to talk about this. I I actually do somewhat support decriminalizing. I don't know. I'm a little on the fence now with cocaine. Uh, But I used to talk about decriminalizing marijuana, which I still agree with. Not legalization, but decriminalizing. Two different things. Legalization is the government getting a cut. Legalization is the government saying, hey, whoa, 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 wait a minute. There's going to be all this money passed around. We want some of it. I saw this heartbreaking article. Maybe you saw it being reported somewhere else. UPS drivers say that the brutal heat is endangering their lives. They had, uh, where was it here? Uh, temperatures in the high 80s, 150 degrees in the back of the trucks forget where they were reporting it here uh, this heat wave in the high 80s and I thought well I don't think it's the high 80s that would cause this uh, but these guys are basically girls too I guess mostly men complaining about working conditions relative to the heat which is of course because of global warming it's just so hot now that you can't even get packages delivered it's just not, not going to be possible well I'll tell you what, a couple things. I don't know why these delivery trucks aren't going electric for starters. Wouldn't it make sense that they're charging? There's one for swappable batteries as well. It's the noise reduction. You could do it 24-7. Maybe they could have some kind of air conditioning in these things. Why don't they? Why don't they create a, a better environment for the drivers? But for the drivers, too, there's many jobs where you have to be prepared physically, and that means staying hydrated. Wearing a cooling towel. Why don't they offer them the cooling vests? Those are great technology. You know, maybe have one in the truck, one they wear. Cool them down. I don't know. You need to get something for them. Get some uh, robotic exoskeleton that they can jump in and out of the truck easier. I don't know. You would think that they would be looking at these things. All the repetitive motion. 
mutilation of children offered without much comment. This is a really disturbing article. You can check it out here if you want. Uh, Talking about Boston Children's Hospital's marketing of transgender surgery and programs for children. It it really is uh, 100% purely disturbing. Uh, Whoever's uh, uh, behind this, agreeing to this, has really just some warped thinking. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong about that. We're not going to see commercials for it. When you're ready for that important transition in your life, come to Boston, whatever it was. Nuts. Judge chastises the DOD and the Marine Corps in granting a class action status in vaccine mandate case. This is going to spread across the military. They have guys that um, you know applied for religious exemptions to the to the uh, to the vaccine, and they didn't give any. Basically, they gave a couple to guys that were retiring out anyway, but they gave no others. And the judge said, you know, that's not a that's not a reasonable accommodation. And it's really crazy that they pumped our military full of this stuff. What's going to be the effect of that? How many of these guys might end up sick or sterile or both? Oh, no, it's all safe, right? Yeah, how many times have we gone down this path? You know, this whole story made me think, you know, you go, when you go into the recruiter, and I'm not saying this is the case for me. I knew what I was getting into, but not everybody does. At least they claim they don't. You know, you get in there because, oh, you know, it's a good opportunity to make some money. Look at this pay chart. You know, you get a steady paycheck and... You know, your room and board is covered and great medical care and you get to travel and college benefits and retirement. And it's really true. 30 days leave every year. You can go home and see mommy and daddy and your girlfriend. But wouldn't it be amazing if they had to provide full disclosure? So they had to say, yeah, and by the way, you know, one in four veterans develop some type of neurological disease. By the time they're 30, I don't know, I'm exaggerating, but what if they really had to, to, uh, to disclose all the truth of this? How amazing would that be? How much different would they wouldn't have anybody? They're having a shortage now. They wouldn't have anybody. If, they, if the recruiters had to tell the truth, you wouldn't have anybody in the military. God help us. All right. So now the judge is stepping in. Now the judge is going to step in. Yeah. After a year and a half later, oh, now we're going to do something. So... <clears throat> I don't know where this came from. I saw Mike Flynn say nearly the same thing, but it seems to be stepped up a little bit. The headline from the Western Journal is that General Flynn says it's time to activate every single American that we must take immediate and necessary action. Let me open it up. I think I had it listed here. No. Uh, Let me see if it's here. Um, In today's environment, we face a time of consequence like few throughout U.S. history. The fabric and reputation of our nation internationally are at risk, and we have a dangerously mounting threat internally from a formidable and vast overreaching federal government. Considering this, it is worth reflecting on one of our best presidents, Abraham Lincoln, in 1838. Lincoln gave an address at Springfield, Illinois, and during this address he stated, 
Shall we expect some transatlantic military giant to step the ocean and crush us at a blow? Never. All the armies of Europe, Asia, and Africa combined, with all the treasure of the earth, our own accepted, in their military chest, with a Bonaparte for commander, could not by force take a drink from the Ohio or make a track on the Blue Ridge in a trial of a thousand years. At what point, then, is the approach of danger to be expected? I answer, if it is ever to reach us, it must spring up among us. It cannot come from abroad. If destruction be our lot, we must ourselves be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we must live through all time or die by suicide. Our nation faces perilous times due to the complacency of our citizens and the severe overreach of our government. But it has become very clear that the American people have awakened. The giant no longer sleeps. We must now activate every single American who cares about this country, future generations of Americans and many thousands who preceded us, who sacrificed everything for our freedom. Lincoln was right. We will be the authors of our demise if we do not decide to take immediate and necessary action. In the course of human history... Nations, states, and empires rose and fell. They did so because the people either succumbed to tyranny from within, from without, uh, and from within, or they rose and responded to the challenges they faced. America now faces the most consequential of times. Let me stop there a second because uh, this is my biggest fear that I, I see people giving up. I see people, they just don't want to get involved, they're too busy. America now faces the most consequential of times in all U.S. history, and it is time to respond. Good luck. Once again, we uh, as a free democratic republic face a dramatic decision point. The decisions we must now make will impact future generations for centuries to come. I have been saying local action equals national impact for quite some time now. This is an action phrase meant to cause you to think about how you, as an American citizen, must now actively participate in the fabric of our society. There's an abundance of ways you can achieve this. Some of this I've been talking about. He says you can start right at home or in your own community. Get involved and take time to learn about all aspects of the people and processes running your local government. The corruption in our federal, state, and local governments runs deep. This does not mean everyone involved is corrupt, but we, as we have witnessed, from those elected to those bureaucrats in government service, there are many who are corrupt. If we choose to live by the phrase, consent of the governed, we must now choose to stand, speak up, and live by those words. Those are action words meant to drive us to be the finisher of our existence instead of inviting those grim reapers who seek even more power and authority as well as our demise. The cry I hear more and more often these days is, what can I do to help? You can help by cleaning up voter registration rolls, supporting local canvassy effort, efforts, joining in to help political campaigns whose ideas you support, volunteering for the hundreds of positions still unfilled in your local community, speaking to people in your church and other uh, local community organizations. All of these are actions you can take. Otherwise, we stand to lose our rights and freedoms. Our Declaration of Independence is just that, a declaration of why we do what we do. 
We are independent and not governed by a monarch or a dictator or an overreaching federal government. We assume the powers of the earth, the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle us. With these powers come responsibility and accountability. Our destiny as a nation will be guided by the actions we now choose from this day forward. These will be that what dictate whether we continue as a functioning and independent people and constitutional republic where consent of the government remains paramount. The charge is to get involved. Lastly, vote. Vote for freedom, vote for America, but vote. We need to overwhelm the opposition that represents a rapid slide towards socialism and worse. You can check out the article. Uh, is it all of that by... Michael Flynn, yes, yes it is, in the Western Journal. Interesting, right? Uh, he's been talking pretty consistently about that. Now he's kind of upping the, upping the verbiage a little bit. He's saying it's time, time for people to take action. I couldn't agree more. Either we get involved or it's going to be gone. It's really unbelievable what's happening at the border Uh, and the socialization, and the ESG, and just one craziness after another. I remember um, saying this when I started the podcast. What are we coming up on? Five years. Coming up on five years. Five years ago, I I was saying then, we better be careful. We're going to wake up to a country that we no longer recognize. And guess what? Today, it looks nothing like it did five years ago. It is diminishing quickly. It really is. Um, Big story brewing here. I'll mention a couple other things here quickly before I let you go. Lawmakers demand data about online threats against law enforcement, pushing the Civil War narrative. They're they're hastening the attacks. Mike Flynn's urgency couldn't couldn't be more important. DeSantis announces 20 arrests tied to voter fraud charges. Big deal. Huge deal. Said he's going after more. She had an air tag in her lost luggage. It led police to the baggage handler's home. I wonder how much of that's going on. The people at the airports, the people at the post office. Mass post office, postal theft. I had a buddy send me a birthday card. It disappeared. He said, yeah, it got stolen. I wonder if it's not the, 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 the post office. They're calling it into somebody. It'd be the most logical people. Crisis looms without big cuts over overtapped Colorado River. The states are fighting these different areas, you know, over who's going to cut what and what they agree to cut. And because they can't agree on anything, well, they're just going to run out of water. You know, that really says everything about the United States right now. Ukraine, Zelensky criticism, war warnings. This is big. It sounds, well, well, here's what's reported for the fact checkers, okay? They're saying that that Russia is shelling this nuclear power plant. Russia's saying that it's the Ukrainians. If you ask me, uh, I'd say more than likely it's the Ukrainians, but who knows for sure. Either way, it's it's pushing closer to to, uh, igniting a further conflict, and then they killed the the daughter of this uh, high-level Russian guy. Then you've got this 87,000 IRS agents, Republicans telling them, you know, keep your resumes ready, you're going to need a job. Uh, Governor Wolf, what was this about? And First Lady Wolf, 
Interesting uh, their lifestyle. Check it out in the show notes. I got to run. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. Hope to see you there. Make it a great day.